Morning, everyone. Great to see you all. What a joy to be together. A joy to be in God's presence and with one another. So lovely to be in his presence, isn't it? And thank you for the worship songs. Lovely, lovely. And uh, links very well with the message this morning, which uh, this message spoke to my heart as well, as it happens. You know, when you prepare something, God touches you first. Um, and I'm sure God has something to say to all of us this morning. And uh, if you had a busy week like me, if you had lots of things to sort out and you kind of feel a bit tired, this is the right place for you this morning because God has something for us this morning to learn about him, to understand him, to love him more and to understand his love for us better. Um, so the message for this morning is, what brings God joy? What brings God joy? Because, you know, in our society, media and everything that we, we hear and read is all about us, isn't it? How can I be, how can I find happiness? How can I be fulfilled? Um, you know, what can you do to, for me to make me feel better? Uh, what can I get to feel my life is finally fulfilled. You know, it's all about us, isn't it, sometimes? How can I be blessed? Where can I go to be blessed? How can I get more out of it? How can I get more offers and so on? It's all about us. And also, in the movies today and in a society, you know, we're talking about big heroes and uh, dark force and the force is with you. And some may forget that actually God is a person is a being, is a person. And when you are in a relationship with someone, a family relationship, husband, wife, children, parent, you want to make that person bring them joy, isn't it? Make, you want to make them be happy. That's the core of a relationship in, in a family. So it's the same with God. And actually, the Bible says that we can upset the Holy Spirit. For example, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, it says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. So we can see that through our attitudes, we can either bring joy to God the Father, or maybe we can make, uh, bring sadness and sorrowful, sorrowful feelings. But before we go in today's uh, message, just to clarify uh, an important message of the gospel is not about what can we do to earn our salvation. It's not about what can we, we do to win God's favor for our lives because there's nothing we can do to win our salvation or to earn our salvation because our salvation has been won in, Lord, in the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross and that's done once on forever and through faith we are saved. Through faith, we have um, eternal life with God. And the reason that the Lord Jesus came on this earth was because he loved us. It was because he knew that's the way of salvation. That's the way we can be one with the Father again. And it says clearly in the scripture, God demonstrates in Romans chapter 5, 8, God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were sinners, Christ died for us. So that was sorted on the cross. And we, we can't do anything to earn God's love. That's a gift. 
That is a gift for us in the Lord Jesus Christ. So we're going to do a, small, a short exercise around the tables now, and I have a microphone here, so I will come around and ask three points, three ways in which you think we can bring joy to God the Father in heaven. How can we bring joy to God the Father in heaven? So have a, have a little discussion around the tables. Feel free to join with other tables if there's just one or two of you. And uh, just think of this. How can we bring joy to God's Father? Yeah? How, how can we, as his children, bring him joy? It's a simple question, isn't it? But sometimes it's so easy to think just of ourselves. This morning, let's think of God the Father in heaven. So have a, have a little chat. I mean, uh, is it by, uh, you know, coming and helping the mans? Of course, maybe we can bring uh, joy to, to our Father. You know, so uh, lots of other ways we may think we bring joy to, to our, our, our God in heaven. So just a few minutes around the table and I'll come around. And it's not like, it's not like God is somewhere there, like a grumpy old grandparent just, you know, waiting for his children to do something to please him. It's not like that, is it? We bring joy because he loves us. So think about that. What can we do? To bring joy. Right. We have first table here. Already made up their minds. Brother Stephen there. So three ways at least or more. The three ways we've thought about are relying on God. Amen. Uh, praising him for things he does for us. And forgiving others. Amen. I think uh, Brother Stephen here read my uh, sermon this morning. Thank you. <laughs> Really good points, really good points. So how we relate to others, isn't it? It's bringing joy to God the Father. Thank you, thank you. Anyone else here? One thought, two? Courage? No? That's fine. If not, there you go. I would say being faithful and being born again, like giving your life to Christ. Amen to that as well. That's another key point, isn't it? Being faithful and giving your life to Christ. Thank you. Thank you. You're helping me preaching this morning. That's great. As always. Here? Anyone? Baking some nice food, I think it brings God joy. You, uh, the offering to the God. You, um, one of the offering that in the Bible is you burn the whole cow completely. You, that, that's the, uh, what was that? That's all you, you have. For example, if you have a cow, that's maybe all of your money is the cow, but you completely burn it. Just like, for example, nowadays, you have an iPhone, you burn it completely. Yeah, you, you know? That, that's, that's the meaning of it. You burn it and offer it to God totally. Wow, that's such a powerful thought. I would rather eat the cow if I'm honest, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It's such a powerful thought. Thank you very much for sharing. No, I totally get it. I think there was a story in an old church at some point that, you know, when it was the offering, they had a big basket, and uh, uh, maybe you heard this story, and, uh, and an old sister, an old lady, just, she just stepped in the basket, and she said, look, I just give myself to the Lord, because, you know, that's all I have. So, absolutely, just giving to the Lord, but faithfully as well, and forgiving others, isn't it? 
Thank you. Such a, such a good thoughts this morning. Right. Anyone else here? I know some people travel for a long distance for this message, so uh, thank you. God bless you. Anyone? Yeah? Um, we, did, we did say that uh, being thankful and grateful for, the, for everything, you know, the slightest of things, um, we know we can't please God without faith, and, um, but of course the faith is given to us from God, so yeah. that's it. Uh, and... Um, what was the other thing? I think just sharing with him uh, everything, um, every little thing, because he's interested in every little thing. I think that's um, a lovely connection, yes. which is all that he wants. Amen to that. That's absolutely, you know, very true. Because sometimes you keep things for you say, "Oh God, I can't be bothered, God, with this," but He is interested in all of you, in all of us, in all of me, isn't He? Isn't He? Thank you. Again, another point on my uh, sermon this morning. So, uh, <clears throat> not sure what, I, what else I'm going to say, but anyway. From this table, any thoughts? Mike? There you go. It, it, it's not on here. Um, well, you can read that if you want. He will quiet you with his love. So does that mean he, he stops you talking with his love? <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Very... <laughs> Very thoughtful, very thoughtful. Yes, you stole my idea, Mike. That's not fair. Anyway, right. Any thoughts? Thank you. Uh, I think it's, um, he rejoices when um, broken relationships are, uh, you know, we allow him to be a part of that and perhaps ask forgiveness from one another. I think the unity in the church is, that's where the church will shine to, you know, the people around. So I think that brings joy to the Lord when we are active in seeking forgiveness from each other and um, working hard and, you know, f to mend broken relationships. Amen to that, indeed. Love one another, isn't it? That's the message. Any, any thoughts? Any thoughts? Um, I think we started with that we should love one another. Oh. And when we love one another, and which is what you just said, it, mm. it covers everything, doesn't it? Yeah. Amen to that. We can all go home, I think. Thank you. Thank you very much. Really, really powerful thoughts. Right. Um, but I did have one more thought, actually. and I had, We didn't have time to discuss this, but, um, you know, as a parent, we, we love to see our children thrive. And so I, I think that that would bring God joy as well, to see us transforming into more into the likeness of his son. Yes. On the love thing, it's like... Um, you know, it says love one another as I've loved you. By this, you, we, they will, everyone will know you are my disciples. It also says we love because he first loved us. So when we're loving, it's that reciprocal thing. And oh yeah, we reflect, we reflect God's reflect love, and that must that relationship. And, yeah, and, and it makes him happy when we are. And, and the other one is obedience is better than sacrifice. It makes him happy when we obey him, and that can be really hard. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Also, a good painting, I think, brings joy to God. Come on, let's be honest this morning. Thank you. Amazing thoughts, amazing thoughts. Good morning. Any thoughts from this table? I can see you're debating. So, uh... Actually, that table stole my, oh, my, hi there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was saying that um, the old book of the law, the Bible, um, says uh, it's divided into two. Loving God and loving your neighbor as you will love yourself. And I think if we blend into these two, we will kind of 
every other thing that we do, we kind of like, if you bring people to Christ, you're loving your neighbors and you are loving God because you are increasing his, help, his um, kingdom. I can't believe, do you know what? I've had pretty much all the points, I have them here on the paper. So amazing. Let's give ourselves a round of applause. I think it was really, really good thoughts. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And let's just spend a few more minutes into this subject, which is, it's amazing how much we can learn from it, isn't it? If we stop a bit and think what brings God's joy in, uh, from our lives. And I like the comparison you made as a parent for our children, isn't it? Because that's how God describes himself to us, even in the Lord's prayer, isn't it? Our Father who are in heaven. So God describes himself as the Father in heaven. And his love for us, we know from the scripture, can never be broken. Nothing can separate us from his love. So it's, it's really good to remember how we can bring joy to God, just as we said, by loving each other and other points. My first thought here is that we bring joy to God when we are happy, when we are happy. And it's not that happiness that, oh, I bought a new pair of shoes, I'm so happy, you know. It's not that happiness that you achieve something or you got a bonus at work. Well, maybe it's that a little bit, but God has joy when we find happiness in him, when we find the truth of our lives in him, isn't it? And... Uh, the verse that we have on the scriptures there, it's another exercise that we can do around um, the tables this morning. That verse, it's so amazing, and I haven't read it in a while, and I just found it when I prepared this message. So let's read it on the tables as well we have it. It says in Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17, The Lord your God is in your midst. The Mighty One will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. He will rejoice over us this morning. He will rejoice over you being here this morning. You know, we bring joy to God when we are in his church. No matter what church we're going to, especially this church, we can say, but we are bringing joy to God when we are going to church to worship him, showing to the world who we belong to. So God bless you for being here this morning. And as we said, you know, love one another. Can you please take that verse and say it to someone, even at your table, or just turn around at another table and say that verse as a blessing to another person. If you want to do that this morning, let's, let's let that joy of God to overflow us this morning, if you like. So Take that verse, please, that you have on the table, if you want, and just say it over someone at your table or neighboring tables. Let's do that for a few minutes and just say that blessing from the scripture, which is so encouraging, isn't it? The Lord, your God, is in your midst, which means he's here, isn't it? The mighty one will save. He will save us. He will save you. He will rejoice over you with gladness. No matter who you are, no matter where you're from, no matter your background, he will rejoice over you with gladness. How powerful is this? He will quiet you, as Mike said. You stole the show, Mike, by the way. He will quiet you with his love, isn't he? Quiet, just knowing God's love over your life. 
and he will rejoice over you with singing. He will rejoice over us with singing. We sang to him earlier, but he will rejoice over us with singing. That is amazing, isn't it? So God bless us all to understand that joy, that love that God has for us. And as I said, the secret is like us as parents, you know, you will have joy from your children when you know they're happy, when you know they're happy. But again, if you, you know, if you let your child playing too much, I don't know, on a computer, like six hours, seven hours a day, he may be happy for the day, but on a long term, you will be sick, you know. So I think the same with God. Let's understand that what brings us happiness is what brings us closer to him. We'll bring God's joy, for example, reading the scripture, not just because God wants us to, oh, do something mechanically in the scripture, but because he knows it will bring us happiness. He knows he will bring us closer to God, you see. God, you know, will bring God's joy when we pray for one another, one another, because God knows that's how we be happy, by praying for one another and by loving one another, you know. So that's the secret. How do we make God happy by doing the things that will make us happy in the long term in our relationship with him so let's remember that you know when i was a child and we all know this uh, children especially small children they feel when somebody loves them they have that feeling isn't it and i remember when i was a child um and i used to travel to the grandparents on my mom's side maybe you have this maybe not I was filled with joy because I knew they were genuinely spending time with me and just playing with me and just, you know, giving me everything they have. When I was traveling to the grandparents on my dad's side, I wasn't that same excitement, sorry for saying. I knew, I know they loved me. They loved me so much, both, you know, both grandparents from both sides. But my dad's uh, parents were a bit busier with their lifestyle, you know, busy at their work. So when we went there, it was kind of, mm. but when we went to my mom's grandparents, oh gosh, I mean, I still remember my granddad. He passed away when I was still a child, but I still remember him. I was six years old. He was saying at the table, you know, give Florin the best pieces of pork, you know. Give Florin the best piece, slice of cake. Give him the, you know, what do you want to, to make you happy? And children are feeling that around people uh, that, you know, are looking after them. So I just want to say this morning, the same with God. God wants us to know that he really, he's really care about you this morning. God wants to know in your hearts, in your minds, that there is nothing in this world that can separate us from his love and from his care. So let's bear that in mind as we read that verse. And please take that scripture with you for the week or for life, if you like. It's such a powerful verse that shows God's heart. And as one of the philosophers said, it's amazing to think that our fantastic creator can be influenced. I mean, he allows himself to be influenced in his feelings by his creatures. Isn't that an amazing thought? By his children, God allows himself. He doesn't need that. He doesn't need it, but allows himself, his feelings, to be influenced by your attitude this morning and by my attitude this morning. It's so deep, and I just want to encourage you to go with it in your heart, in your minds this morning. 
You know, we may go through suffering. We have friends here, brothers, sisters, maybe in hospitals. And yes, we may go through troubles in this life. But what's important is the attitude we have when we go through trouble. You know, going back to the parallel of our children, you know, they all like sweets and sweets. And if you give him sweets, yes, he will be happy, but not healthy. And, you know, when he sees a piece of broccoli, I remember the faces of my children in face of a broccoli. Oh, but you know it's good for him, you know. So that's God sometimes allows things in our lives just to make us healthier, bring us closer to him. So let's remember that thought. Second point in my message, of course, you touched on this, is when we love others, gives God's joy. When we love others. And I have a tougher verse, actually, in Luke chapter 6. Going further, it says here, Lord Jesus, but love your enemies. Do good to them. Oops, it's a bit harder, isn't it? Love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. And as we all said about the new commandment, love one another. That was the only commandment that Jesus gave us as his disciples, love one another. How do we love one another? When we pray for one another. As we get those messages every week from, from Jackie, uh, you know, praying for our situations, praying for we demonstrate that love of God. And we also have Andy, as you know, from uh, our church. He's in a mission in Africa, spreading the love of God through those um, people. And he sent an update here if we want to pray uh, for Andy as well. He said... I had a difficult, uh, Andy had a difficult week. He's been very unwell and is not sure if it's food poisoning or a bit of malaria. He is quite wiped out and not able to keep his food inside him, although said slightly better Saturday. He has been given a very intense program in Uganda from Bishop Seme. He is preaching twice on Sunday and he's writing a church leadership program for the refugee churches, which he has a three-day seminar to deliver about 18th July. He's still hoping to go to South Sudan on 15 July for three days. South Sudanese Bibles will be taken to the refugee camps today, Sunday, and more are being purchased for another refugee camp in South Sudan. So thanks to everyone who has, has helped make that happen. I think we provided God with joy, helping that mission, helping, praying for Andy, praying for each other here, People who are serving the Lord in different capacities, in different ministries, praying for one another, brings God joy. Amen. So let's do more of that. Then the third point I had here, God has joy for us when we are victorious in little battles, if you like, in the battles of this life. In Proverbs chapter 27, verse 11 so, interestingly, says here, be wise, my son, and bring joy to my heart. Be wise, my son, and bring joy to my heart. In answering the world's problems and temptations, God is happy for us when we respond with wisdom from the word of God, isn't it? My son, for example, is going to uni from September, and I pray for him. I wish that he will remember what he 
learned at home, what he learned from God, you know, when he will be on his own there. It's same with God. We are in this corrupted world, if you like. We see so many things happening. And also, for example, in John, 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, he says, You are from God, little children, and have overcome evil spirits, because greater is who who is in you than he who is in the world. So God has joy in us when we overcome the evil through the wisdom, through the word of God, through prayer in this wicked world. So let's remember that. God delights in us. And also in our victories over whatever comes in our lives. I mean, I remember I've attended Matthew Paul's Day. Not for long, because I was busy, but I attended Matthew Paul's Day. And I can tell you, he dropped that egg so many times, but I was still cheering for him. You know, he was my little Matthew. So it's God the same with us. We may drop the egg, we may fall again, we may do mistakes, but the thing is, just pick the egg up and run again the race. You see what I mean? We see God is enjoying our victories in the battles we have in this world. The small victories, if you like. But let's keep doing that for his glory, for his name. So many uh, wonderful thoughts here, just conscious of time, but we can carry on with this one next time. What brings joy to God is when we spend time with Jesus, as you mentioned, around the tables, and we spend time with the Holy Spirit. Again, as parents, when you go in a park, right, or at a party, are you not happy when other children are playing with your son or daughter? Yes, you are. You know, you want to take those people for a meal, to, for the children to play a bit more, isn't it? It's such When you go to a party and nobody plays with your child, you just go around and say, oh, come on, guys, can you play with mine as well? You know? So it's the same with God. He gave us Jesus. He gave us the Holy Spirit. These are his gifts for us. So for us to spend time with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit, that's what brings God's joy. Let's remember that. Just going through a bit more quickly. A thankful heart, as, as well, you mentioned this morning. Very well. A thankful heart. I mean, as parents, let's be honest. How much you enjoy when your child is happy with what you gave him, right? Because I remember sometimes you spend some money, you go in a nice farm, and it's all exciting. The moment you step into the farm and you hear that, Dad, what are we going to do tomorrow? Let's enjoy today, isn't it? Let's enjoy today. Let's enjoy God today. Let's enjoy his presence for today. Take one day at a time. Every day, one step in our life, and let's enjoy God. In Psalm 9, verse 1, it says, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell all of your wonderful deeds, you know. And also, comparison with children. Sometimes children come to you and say, Dad, can I have some money to buy your present for your birthday? Right? That's what we do. And that's what we do with God. Is nothing we can give him that he hasn't already given us, isn't it? So then I say, for example, to Maria or Matthew, I say, that's fine. Yes, you can have uh, you know, some money to buy me or mom a present. But you know what would really bring mom's joy or me? is when you do one of your little cards by hand, you know, and just draw something and write something for your mom and dad. That will make me more joyful than a little present, whatever. It's the same with God, you know. When we 
provide our thanks to Him, a thankful heart for our lives, for our families, for our children, for our church. That's like a thank you card to God. You see what I mean? A thankful card for God with your right, with your handwriting, if you like, with your own prayers, with your own words. Amen to that. Right, so last two points for this morning. Forgiving hearts. That's what brings God, the Father, the joy. And we started with that verse in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, about the Holy Spirit. But that text carries on and says, verse 31, Get rid of all the bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. How powerful is that verse? So we talk about making the Holy Spirit sad, right? He says, don't make the Holy Spirit sad. And then carries on with those verses, pretty much showing how we can make the Holy Spirit sad. By our bitterness, by our rage, by our anger, and brawling, and slander, and malice, and, you know, not being happy with anything, and grumpy, and always complaining, right? So let's learn this morning the Bible says David was a man after God's own heart. And I was thinking, why? And I think the main reason is because he didn't took revenge on Saul, right? He didn't took God's place in his life. He let God do his work in his life, right? That's what we should be doing. Not revenging on others, not answering with the same response, not you know, being angry and always uh, fighting and arguing. Let God do his work in our lives. And the last point for this morning, and we'll end this message. God rejoice in you when we step out in faith. One more step in faith. And it's this verse in Luke chapter 15, verse 7. There is more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents compared to 199 sheep and, and so on. It is impossible in Hebrew, Hebrew chapter 11 verses, it is impossible to please God without faith, as you said at that table. It is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who comes to him must believe that he is. So let's learn this morning. Where do we need to step, make another step in faith in our lives? Maybe, maybe it's your relationship that we need to step out in faith and say, God, I put these relationships in your hands. Maybe it's the job you're in. Maybe you have to step out in faith and say, God, I'll put this job in your hands. Maybe it's a, a sickness certificate that you got, and you have to step out in faith and put that sickness certificate in front of God and say, I trust in you, God, with what I'm going through. What is that step in faith that we make joy to God the Father? And I just pray that this place here in Adelston Baptist Church, where every sinner who comes to the Lord, we trigger a party in heaven. Amen. So let's pray that that um, social committee that we have here in church, so there must be a social committee in heaven, right? Let's keep them so busy that they will quit their jobs because, you know, they're so busy being happy with the people coming to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'll pray that you will feel and you will believe that this morning. And if you need prayer, I'll be here at the table and also anyone in the leadership team at the end of the program. If you need prayer for anything, maybe to give your life to God or maybe to rededicate your life to God, maybe just to thank him. Let's pray together this morning.
and bring him joy. In Jesus' name I prayed. Amen. Amen.